Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is brought to you by Frank Strong's Brewed Like Beer, Tastes Like Lemonade. Craft Brewed Alcoholic Lemonade. Girls Pod Channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. What have you just done with your hair? I took it, it out. It looks really good. What? You know where you get that when your hair's been up in a bun and then you just take it out and it does its thing? It's just fallen into a very good spot. That is the that is the basis of my curls for my tw- entire 20s. Nah, was it's Was that good. I would wet my hair, yeah. put it in a rough bun at the top of my head and then take it out and that would be Remember it. scrunch buns where you do the wet look where it was like kind of slick to your head like... And then the, the ponytail itself was all scrunchy and moosey, that wet look moose. That was foul. Uh, <laughs> Very welcome, 90s. Welcome to the pod channel. We have another week full of great content for you. We are so excited to have launched uh, the pod channel last week and very, very grateful for all of your wonderful uh, comments and reviews and showing us where you're listening. It's been incredibly exciting. How excited do people get when they're like, wait, 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 we want more, more, more. And then we write back and we're like, yeah, 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 there's another rep tomorrow. And they're like, yes. That's right. The pod channel is where you will find different shows dropping most days of the week. Uh, We're covering our lives, your lives and our guest lives, as well as all the different things going on in the world on a pop culture show that will drop called The 411 later this week. Yeah, this week's going to be a biggie. We have got social media star, radio chickadee, writer, soon to be published author, Tanya Hennessy, coming up on the show a little later this week and we're going to be delving into making mates adult friendships particularly as chicks how challenging that can be so we're stoked for that on this episode though I want to cover today um, I want to talk about as I as I start to potentially put maybe a pinky toe into the (laughs) pool of having a baby girl I want to talk about parents that are that are cool what? I Parents wa- that are cool? Yes. I want to talk about a new generation of parents that I'm watching in front of me give me inspiration that I will not lose myself. And okay. I'm, okay. Looking at John- I'm looking at JT, Justin okay. Timberlake. Very good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Mm. Okay. And today I want to talk about exes and social media because I feel like breaking up is not what it used to be. Like when you break up with somebody, you don't just break up. Like they're still there. Well, they're not just – and it's – I've got to say I can testif- I, testify. I can testify. Yeah, <laughs> I can testify to this, but not just from my own experience from uh, like breakups, but from your breakup. Oh, God. Like it, it is full on. It is really full on. Okay, let's let's talk about this because I saw an article and I've had this saved in my phone for a little while and we'll put it up at thethinkergirls.com.au. It's actually uh, an article that's been written by a chick named Jacinta Cole 
Polo from the Huff Post, all about should you delete your ex from social media? And it goes through, you know, different points as to how will I approach it? Will that seem like I care too much? You know, what about if I want to try and continue to be friends with them? And then do I, where do I stop? Do I delete all of the friends of my ex from social media? And it was just, it's just something that's been so on my mind right now that even when I try not to think about it and I maybe don't think about looking at my ex's social media page for a couple of days, no doubt I will have somebody in my life go, Oi, have you seen uh, Old Mate's Insta lately? And I'm like, it's, I just feel like it's very present and I can't, I'm finding it hard to really get away from at the moment. Uh, old Mate being Mr. X. Yes, <laughs> Mr. X. Well, the X. Yes. So, so it got to the point where recently I said, I actually cracked it a little bit at a friend because before it had been a bit of, you know, kind of joking around like, don't tell me, bro, I don't want to know, but then would be quite indulgent in hating on him hating on the page which then I would feel so shit about afterwards because like doing that on a regular basis just being negative and nasty about somebody even if it feels nice at the time later would make me feel really bad of course about anybody let alone your ex so I actually cracked semi cracked at a friend the, the other day and I said don't talk to me about it I don't I know you're thinking that this is helping me by making me feel good letting me know what he's doing or what he's up to and how you think he's a bit of a tosser but that's actually it doesn't make me it doesn't make me feel good and she was like oh okay yeah cool no worries I think a lot of people think in breakups the thing to do is bad mouth the the ex and a lot of people I think also get a gauge on on trying to figure out how you're dealing with it of course. You know what I mean? And they and think with, that's the right thing to do. But without her, without me vocalising that to her, well, how is she supposed to know? Because maybe that worked for her. Mm. You know what I mean? But mm. I have had to go through – I've had to go through feeling bad about hating on him to realise that that doesn't fix anything. Yeah, right. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not like you shouldn't have done that in the past because, to be honest – I don't know, over the last, the first few months after the breakup, it would be checking his page, I think, I don't know, on an every couple of hours basis. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. If I'm on, I've never actually said that out loud. No. It's full on. You're such a, you're a, you're a little. Because I think on the outside, I was like, I don't care. I feel so good. I'm so whatever. But then I'd also be like, but what's he doing? Is he feeling as good as me? What's happening? What's he up to? Well, we don't know because his pictures are so fake. <laughs> so what's the point of looking? Okay, Half so. Half the time he's tagging, he's in a different place than he actually is. <laughs> like, what is the point of looking every few hours to try and figure out the real situation? That It just doesn't. And it doesn't exist not just for him, but for most people. Okay, so if anybody has recently been through a breakup, is currently going through one, maybe is about to go through one, I want to pass on a piece of advice that one of my best mates gave me. Um, And this has been really, really helpful and really changed the game for me over the last couple of months. She said, you need to send him a text, a courtesy text to give him the heads up that you are about to delete him from all social medias. Right? Social medias. All, all of the medias, all of the platforms. Yeah. Because she said, this is what my ex did with me. And she said, it might feel or sound a bit like as if you need to do that. You're no longer together. You don't owe that to that other person. But she said, it, I found it really, really helpful. Because at first I was like really struggling with, 
you know, even though you're broken up, breakups aren't what they used to be. It's not like you break up with somebody, you move house and then you just, you know, maybe run into them at a bar or maybe see them in the shopping center six months down the track. Like social media provides a way and insight and whether it's your legit life or not, there's constant reminders of of somebody that is really painful and it's really hard. I am engaged uh, as every freaking person in the world is aware of after last week's shows, but I am not in a relationship with Ben on social or anything. I don't understand the point of it. What do you mean? You know how it's on Facebook, I'm in a relationship. Oh, I'm yeah, engaged. the like, status thing. After, yeah, yeah. after the absolute turmoil that my last breakup took me through with, you know, oh, we need to, we need to um, just mute that we're, you know, mute the relationship status. Don't actually break up with me online. Like I found that so... Oh, harrowing. I, I just really, it's like so public. It is so on. public. So now I'm like, nah, I'm not in any, I'm not in anything with anyone anywhere unless it's my house. Yeah. Well, that's you know, a, like I think that's a good thing. Business. Because shit is complicated enough already as it is. Breakups are complicated enough. And then so add then Facebook add, in front of all of your closest 500 friends. You know, Facebook and oh, then Instagram no. and then Snapchat. And all of this provides a platform, a space for everybody in your life to comment, but Facebook talk in, about and but pass Facebook judgment in on. in particular with that relationship status thing is like a knife. It comes up as a notification. For me, that felt really final when I changed the Facebook thing too. And uh, this is the piece of advice that my mate gave me. She was like, delete him off, off everything. And at that point, I was still a bit angry. I was a bit like, I'm not, I don't know, I'm a buddy text. I'm not doing that. And she's like, trust me, just I think it will be a good thing. So I said, okay, I'll sit on it. And I did. I thought about it for a day. And then I thought, you know what, she's got a point. So I sent a really polite message. Hey, you know, hope you're well, whatever. Just giving you the heads up that I am about to delete you off all socials. It's just too hard seeing you pop up everywhere. But I just wanted to give you the heads up. Because although you can be like, have your thoughts, and if you broke up on bad terms, whatever, but at the same time, it's – it feels nice to have at least a level of respect for each other that you've I've spent eight years of my life with somebody. So at the very last bit where the, it really does feel like the final tether, the final cord that's holding you together, this social BS, that I was like, okay, I want to try and be as respectful as I possibly can for him but also for myself because it doesn't feel good not being you know, it's good the same, about it. And I said it this last week about what kind of person you want to be in your real in your life, and what kind of person you want to be in your single life. Like mm-hmm. they should be the same thing. Same with your ex. As mm-hmm. hard as it is, who do you want to be? Like who? What kind of a person do you want to be? I think that is a really good point. He wrote back and he said. Yep, thank you so much for the heads up. Really appreciate it. I've been thinking the same thing, so I'm going to do the same with you. And me. And oh, and you? Have to, <laughs> did we get cut at the same time? Yes, mate. Because <laughs> I know we unfollowed the Thinker Girls page yonks ago, like ages ago. Well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, because well, my boyfriend was con- contacted him at that time. That's when you know you're tight with, time. that's when you know you're tight with someone. Well, where you are getting cut, cut <laughs> from socials at the same time as the ex is. Like, that's, well, it's like know. another relationship. So he cut both of us. 
<laughs> we were both taken down. And can I please just point this out there for anybody who's maybe thinking about doing this, thinking that it might cause more drama. Um, if you're if you're doing it with love and with respect, I cannot express the freedom that you experience after doing this. It is legit like that person is dead. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like that sounds He's intense. Not, but no, no, yeah. no, no, no. But yeah. Like it, it it actually was quite confronting to me to realise how much I know about people in my life, what they're up to, what they're doing, who they're seeing, what they look like at the moment, you know, what they're wearing, how much of that actually comes from my social media feed. Mm. It was quite confronting because I'm like, oh, I know what's going on with old mate. I know what's going on with Sam at home. I know what's going on with my cousin at the moment. You don't. No. You see what they're projecting to you and 50,000 other million people in the world. You've actually got no idea what's going on with them. So when I deleted him from social media, I was like, oh, here I was thinking that I was in his world knowing what was going on. I actually have no idea and I cannot explain how good that felt to not see just this constant reminder pop up on your phone it almost feel it does feel like self-harm a bit because I to know that I'd I'd kind of suffered through that for the first few few months after the breakup Mm. because I did think there's enough drama you don't need to make more drama just leave it on socials you know don't be that petty as if it matters that much to see a pic pop up every now and then it does and this is something that you've said you're like whether you feel petty because you're like it's just insta if it's making you feel depressed which it was it doesn't matter what it is it could be you eat a pea. Don't eat the pea if it's making you feel anxious. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, you know, if a pea is going to make you vomit, are you going to eat them? <laughs> I mean, I hate peas, so I don't eat them. It may, like, I just... But I think this is a really good... The more you speak about it, the more I realise it actually applies to dating as well. And this is what going do you mean? to help. Well, I think you need to remember exactly what you've just said and maybe listen back to the podcast a few times in the next six to 12. Yeah, right. If you need to. Um, or anybody that is dating, not maybe just going through a breakup. The same principle with dudes that you don't know. You know, we think we know guys we're dating. Oh, we think, yeah. you know, you're not in a relationship with someone. You might go on a date with them. You might have seen them on Tinder. You might have whatever. We're spending a lot of time stalking men that we don't really A, know Mm. or need to be looking at. Mm. Like it is just such a waste of time. Yeah. You know what's also a waste of time? Fearing what people will think if if you speak up and say how you feel. For a while I didn't say stuff to my mates when they were like, hating on him or looking at his socials or have you seen this or have you seen that or or let's go back through his feed and laugh at stuff because it'll make you feel better. I felt like you're trying to support me right now and I appreciate your support. So by me saying, oh, that doesn't make me feel good to do that, I felt like in a way I was pushing away and taking for granted that support because I was like they might be offended. But in the end, they don't give a shit. They just want to support you how you need to be supported. With online in particular – It's tricky because I think just like trolling and what we speak about or what we see so much with people being so awful to people online, I think that behavior is also, it's so much easier to badmouth someone's Instagram photo rather than to badmouth an event they did, you know, a year ago when I saw him speak to you like that. That was awful. It's so much easier to say, I saw this photo and it was awful. And so even though they were being awful in some ways as well, I think 
people find it easier to express potentially what they may have thought originally through social. Yeah. Which is a bit hardcore to hear, I'm sure. But I think there is this kind of element where people take it less seriously, which they shouldn't. They shouldn't. But... Uh, yeah, it's an it's an easier punch. Do you know how many times? And I think it's important to be honest about this stuff because I don't know. I think sometimes I can get on the bandwagon of being like, after my breakup, I'm feeling really good right now. I am. I do feel good. I'm probably the happiest I've been, but like the most unstable and a bit like blah, 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 you know what I mean. Like I'm still st- still a bit all over the shop, and yeah. that'll probably take a long a long time to get. I don't know that you ever get back to 100% or whatever. Like there'll always be something going on. So I feel like in a... Well, it can just, it can improve. I think for a bit, I felt a bit um, defensive where I had to put on this front that I'm feeling so great. I'm single, woo, single life, yes, you know, because there was an element of me that was really loving it, but it wasn't all of that. So I think it's important now to be honest and say that. I reckon there would have been probably over a thousand times... A thousand. Where on my where even though though I've deleted him from social, so I don't see his stuff. Over a thousand times where I've gone to type in his name to go and still lurk, even though I'm not following him, Mm. and I would have to stop myself. It was almost like um, it's like an addiction, yeah, like drinking or smoking or whatever, where. I just went to go and do it so unconsciously where I was like, let me just have, yeah, you know, I'll just have a quick look. It became like a bit of a ritual where like after gym or after a workout, you know, you're scrolling through your phone and as I would sit there with a coffee, it, would, it became a routine and that's when I knew it wasn't great where I would go lurk his, look at his page even though I'd unfollowed him. And there've probably been about I don't know, over a thousand times since where I've gone to type in the first few letters of his name and I, I did this yeah, I did this even as I was going overseas a little bit where I was just I actually said, "Christy, why? Just stop from like think about what you're doing. What are you going to feel like after?" And you're in Sri Lanka. <laughs> you're going to feel you're going to feel shit after. So then having that moment where I'm like the intrigue of what he's doing and what he's projecting to the world does not outweigh how crap you'll feel after. And that's like a lot of online. It goes to dating as well. It is an addiction. Anybody that thinks it's not is kidding themselves. I We are all addicted to our phones. And dating when you're in a hole and you're in a bad place, you know you're on your phone more. You know that the more unhappy you are, the more you're I digging. I can so attest to oh, that. Oh, but it's everybody. Yeah. It's everybody. So do not tell yourself it is an innocent checkout. It's not. When you feel your worst, you will be looking mm. harder. So that is the time at the most to step away. Mm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and I'll be back to talk about cool parents. <laughs> Oh, we live for weekends, especially Saturdays. Sleeping in, staying up late. Daydreaming, adventure seeking. That's right, all play and no work. But we believe your skin should feel as good as you do when you wake up refreshed. Happy, healthy and bright. Yeah, developed to reveal your clearest, dewiest complexion Saturday skin. It's basically a weekend in a bottle. Make every day your Saturday with Saturday Skin. It's available at Maya or you can buy it at www.saturdayskin.net. Plus, you can use the promo code TG in capitals for your 10% discount. Okay, cool parent number one. What, are you calling yourself cool parent number one? I'm not a parent. I feel like sometimes I am, but I'm not. 
Uh, nothing to announce here. Uh, I I just was absolutely obsessed with Justin Timberlake's performance at the Super Bowl all those moons ago, probably about three or four weeks ago now. What were, what were you most obsessed with about it? Him, the performance, or, or all of it? I love all. I love him. I, I love, love his all. music. I, I love, love all. Yeah, all of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I've seen him live so many times. Uh, I love his music. I think he is the most incredible dancer. I like that he seems to have this kind of black soul. Yeah, he's a white he's got person. Sass, yeah. I just he's like this whole yin and yang kind of character. He's really masculine, but then you can see he's really quite femme. Anyway, he has just extended this whole other world for me through this new album. Man of the Woods is what the album is called. It's actually in the TG Frost article from a few weeks ago. Yes. Because you were on it back then when it first yes, came out. Yes, and so it has continued the obsession. And I think the obsession has continued more so because in a part and a time of my life where I am starting to think about what it would mean and look like to become a parent, legit, mm. no more fake belly, you know, belly things, Um uh, we just uh, we we are seriously thinking about starting for a family at some point, and so I am very much looking around me at parents that are continuing to live their adult selves, that kind of present themselves as their person and parent. What do you mean by that? Well, I just feel like. I think our generation is doing it is doing it a bit differently, but I feel like generations before me, particularly for women, have meant that a lot of things change when you have kids. Now, do not get me wrong, I know, and those of you that have had kids, yes, you can Instagram message me, let me know all you want that things are going to change. I'm very aware of that. I have close people to me that have had kids. I get it. But I think on a big kind of billboard picture of what it looks like, and as a, a woman that is very passionate about my career and my identity as a person, I know that that's going to change, but I like watching examples around me where I feel like it has only improved situations rather than made it, I don't know, made them lose themselves. Do you think that you at your core as a person who you are, because obviously we know all the external stuff changes, blah, 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 but... Do you think you at your core as a person changes when you become a parent? Yes. Or for some people it I does? Think so. I don't well, I don't know. Well, I mean, in so. other people, maybe you wouldn't know. Yeah. I think it must because I think, look, the reason I'm talking about Justin Timberlake is because Jessica Biel is star of The Sinner. She's kind of in the spotlight at the moment as well and he's come out and done a lot of press of his new album, which is a lot is about her, his son. And they're obsessed with each other. Yes. There's a lot of PDAs going on. They're, yeah, after the Super Bowl, they took a selfie of them watching yep. it. Like goals yeah couple goals couple goals again we've just spent you know the last half of the episode talking about social media we don't know legit what goes down in their lives but it has sparked a thought process in my head about the fact that he is continuing to create continuing to do music continuing to dress a certain way continue I think you go through these ideas about maybe what your parents were mm. or about what a parent looks like in your mind of of what it's going to look like or what you fear. And people like him, people like my best friend, I, have been the ones to inspire me to go, okay, you change but you don't have a lobotomy. Mm. But that hasn't changed the fear of having a lobotomy. So I'm seeing it around me. I'm so loving you, do it. Do you but fear I that? Still, yes. You fear that having a kid will will change you? As a person. So you'll become 
in 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 inverted commas a mum and lose other parts of yourself and i think everybody is scared to say this Mm. but you lose your cool factor Mm. mothers in particular are looked upon mm. as daggy. And I, yeah, I called everybody out yeah. of this in a couple of years ago when we were like, oh, that's such a mum look. Yeah, or the mum hairstyle, I, I remember. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Who, which, what mums are you talking about? If we think about mums that are on our Instagram now, like we spoke to, you know, in a couple of weeks, you'll be hearing from Sophie um, Keisha. the young the, mummy right, who's yeah. like But then you so think hot. about all these mums in front of you, like Beck Judd and, I mean, yeah, I'm not looking to – drop it off like but tiffany hall and great career women in front of us like kate lambrook has four Mm, kids you know these women that are incredibly strong and found themselves in their own right and i think they're all the coolest of people Mm. but in the back of your mind kind of like you're told you wear white on a wedding day yeah there's this idea that you are going to lose some kind of and it's ridiculous we're not in high school i get it the word cool is so immature (laughs) but it does make sense like it's at the back of your mind if i'm truly honest that you go do you become a bit do you lose that what how does that change is cool associated with youth is cool associated with kidless people Mm. childless people is cool associated with I don't know, going out clubbing. Well, like, think what about, is cool? You well, know? think about the people in your life that are, that are mums or that are dads. Like they're still they're still the same people. Like your best friend, your best mate is a mum. Yeah, but and why she, do we feel like why do we think because this? It's why are we still having this conversation? Because it's true, because I feel like it's drilled into you. Like it's even little in innocent, harmless, or well, so we think, harmless sayings that you pulled up everybody on like about a year ago when I was like, oh, such a mum haircut or something mm. like that. And you were like, no, because that's going somewhere. Although we're not walking around going, mums are so uncool that you're not explicitly saying it. There are little things like that that all add up. They're all contributing to the fact that, oh, so mum, mum life. Or that's, oh, of course you do that. You're such a mum. But the funny thing about you, Stace, is that you're not a mum. But there have been so many times where over the last, I don't know, what however many years that I've known you, you've gone, look at this bag. How cool is it? It's like a mum bag. You know, like I love you. No, maybe I've they weren't the words. Stuff cool. But you, like you found head. it really cool that it that it might have been viewed as a mum thing by some people. You're not viewing it like that. But wasn't it? A, was it a bag or I can't remember what it was? But you were like, this is so freaking cool. Like some people would be like, this is a mum thing. But I think this is so cool. Like you felt really sexy in that. I always mumness, have in the yeah, mumness of it. Gagging you to know be what a I mean? Mum. This is the thing. And so maybe people aren't having this issue. I don't know. You'll need to message us if you have and and we'll put this conversation up uh, um, across our socials throughout this week. I'd love to hear what you think. Now, nah, my mate, but- my best mate, Mia, she's got two kids and she said that was, I think that was a bit of a fear of hers. Her biggest fear was being friends with only mums mm. where she said, I don't, I don't want my world to be so much about my kids and a mum that I have nothing else to talk to or relate to anybody else about. Mm. So I remember her saying, saying that, yeah, mother's groups are great, but in my mother's group all we do is talk about being a mum. I also want to have conversations about other shit. I'd love to hear um, your thoughts on your fears before you you had your first. Mm, that's a I'd good love one. to share them because we could maybe put that in an article. We'll put it up on our Facebook page and, and head there um, head there today actually. I'll put it up 
um, I'd love to to see what you had to deal with before you you started mm. thinking about trying. It's important to give a space for that too, because I think sometimes, like you said, you felt a bit weird to say it out loud because it's it makes you really well. Vulnerable. The word cool is ridiculous. We all giggle at it, like the cool group, and you know, and 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 what what classifies as that it's there's a mean girl mentality to it too like you know even if you talk about that you automatically aren't cool you know Mm. anybody that says oh I'm cool you imagine I'm a cool mum you're not yeah exactly (laughs) you're not cool so (laughs) the second you mention the word and you talk about it about yourself and other things and you analyze straight away in old school like says oh well then that cool basically means trendy yeah well yeah but no you're missing the point you are one of the reasons that makes it hard because <laughs> you find it so funny to like make that, I don't know, something you like to define people cool or not. Do you reckon? Mm. Oh, 100%. so do you find this, do you find this stuff hard to talk about with me? Cause you think I'm judgmental about it. I think you go a little bit mean girls when it comes to the cool thing. Really? Yeah. That's interesting to hear. I yeah. mean, I didn't think that. You're but all, I did like, that. if I ever use the word cool, you giggle at me. Like do as I? if it's like, do I am dorky. Like one hundred percent. It's hilarious because I do not think that. Like it's interesting that I've made you feel like that when I don't think that myself. Well, maybe it is my stuff. I don't mm. know. It very well could mm. be. But I think there. Are, but I do think people very easily look at the world and go, "You're either cool or you're not." Mm. You know what I mean? And and I and I think a lot of people think that way. So if you are a person talking about it, then you're in the not. Mm. You know, even at, that's how it would have been at high school too. Mm. Imagine the girls talking about the cool group. They're clearly not in it. Like you weren't walking around. I, like I could say now and I'm looking back, yeah, I was in the cool group at school. You don't say you're in the cool group at school no, at school. You just know it. Well, yeah, uncomfortably for some. I wasn't in the, in the cool group. So I, I was, know. but I was uncomfortable with it. Were you? Yeah. So I there was a for, level of awareness of knowing somewhere. I did it for survival because I'm a bit of a dork. Like, you know, that's obviously where I also get really uncomfy because deep down I've always survived – being in environments that are looked upon as quite cool, radio or with strong personalities mm. around me or mm. friends that are quite clever or funny or charismatic. And as much as I'm not saying I, I don't offer those traits, I also am a bit of an introvert and I and I giggle at dumb shit and I <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't seem to necessarily yeah, fit that stereotype. But at the same time, I, I psychoanalyze the whole thing. I reckon so, what cool is, is somebody that's has, not giving a shit whether they're cool or not. Mm. Like that to me is the true definition. If they're like, they want to be like whatever it is, like something really incredibly rogue or something that, you know, what stereotypically a mum wouldn't do or a boy wouldn't do or a, a kid wouldn't do or you're too old for that or you can't do that. That's not cool. But I, they're doing it anyway. That's that's what I personally am like, yeah, shit, yeah, that's cool. I think that's unreal and I don't think I'd ever make decisions on is this going to be a cool thing to do with my kid or is, am I going to look cool but doing this? But that's why you're – But I think – but I do think we're kidding ourselves if we don't have a thought process about, I guess, when you make decisions, what that means. I remember mm. the first time I wore my engagement ring, or it was not even my engagement, the engagement ring my friends bought me, um, at a party with a lot of single people, yeah, a lot of blokes, yeah. and, and you feel the same to some degree, but people... I, I was aware that I was looking around to see if people would treat you differently. Did you feel that they did? Um, no, not 
there was maybe one conversation that I saw him glance at, yeah. like his eye glanced at it and then the conversation ended pretty right, quickly. Okay. And that was the first time that's ever happened to me. So as much as I can be fine with obviously talking to whoever the fuck I want, which is because I'm getting married doesn't change yeah. that, but people's perception of you is different for them. Do you know what I mean? So mm. when you say you don't care if you're cool, I think the idea in the back of my head is becoming a mother, does that change people's perception of you? It doesn't Not sometimes so matter yeah, how yeah. Diff- how fine you are with it. I think, I think you're... you change, you, society sees you in a yeah, certain yeah, way yeah. and I'm interested and nervous about how that will change. I think you're so cool because you've always gone to the beat of your own drum. You have in everything you do. You're a bit like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, and that's like, I think a lot about, it. but yeah, I, but you do. But regardless of whether you think where it's a thought process, whatever, like there is this air about you that you're like, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want, and I think, I think that's and, and really. I, and I think the hardest cool. things for me have been stepping into things a lot of people do, because I always have lived like that. So getting married, mm. having a baby, yeah, the big those big things that the the masses do, yeah, it makes or what me the common what the common kind of progression of life would be. Well, yeah, or just what people mostly do. Yeah, right. So the second I go there, I'm like, whoa, am I going to lose my point of difference? <laughs> yeah, am right. I going to, you know? And that must be my shit. Yeah, yeah oh, we've yeah, really yeah. dissect that open. We have. We? Yeah, that's interesting. But you, Stacey Jim, will be. Stacey June Please. as um you will be mum Stacey June. You know what I mean? You're not going to morph into like fembot mum. What's fembot? You know, like, I don't know. What I was think it was an Austin Powers reference where yeah, they were like these female, they're like female robots. Like mm. you're not going to morph into like Stepford Wife. But even if you wanted to, then that would be fine if that was your version of being a mum, provided that it was true to Stacey June. But you, you will continue to do whatever you do, whether it be – Writing a book or having a kid or joining yeah. the circus and as, I get as older, Stacey June. But also as I get older, I realise that, you know, for a person that fought against so many traditional, well, not fought against, but resisted questioned, and yeah, questioned, yeah. that I probably will look back when I'm like 60 and have one of the most traditional lives that I've lived. <laughs> this is the fucking But irony. at least you've thought about it and you've done a 360 and come right back to where you started. That's right. Um, we are so happy to be here. The Thinking Girls Pod channel as well will be hanging, of course, for the rest of the week. Tanya Hennessy will be joining us on the show this week. Uh, and so that is coming up. Um, you can 100% follow us on iTunes, Spotify, or listen online if you want at thethinkergirls.com.au. Not to mention the Thinker Girls right across socials, Facebook, Insta, um, and chuck us a review. It'll take a couple of seconds. If you're really digging what you like with the pod channel, just give us a shout out. It really, really helps. Thethinkergirls.com.au is a place where everything lives too. We'll catch you tomorrow, guys. Christy and I are regulars on Sunrise. Yeah, girl, it's the best. And we bring you guys along with us, our posse, every single week just by joining our Insta story. Yes, from the taxi ride there to the makeup chair and selfies with other amazing, talented Sunrise guests, we share it all. Yeah, make sure you head to the Thinker Girls on Insta and check out the updates every single Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll catch you there. This podcast is brought to you by Frank Strong's. Brewed like beer, tastes like lemonade. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.